Welcome to the Spiritual Go with Brother Rod, uh, brought to you by GoGospel.com. Tonight we have an exciting Bible study titled Follow the Spirit and Tell the Truth. Amen. Uh, tonight's Bible study is brought to you by GoGospel.com, a great place for the genre of holy hip-hop, a daily word, and also by the spiritual, by uh, the Go Gospel Clothing Apparel, where it's for God, for you, and for family. Where 10% of all proceeds go to charity, so we ask that you go support the men, support Go Gospel via the website. Amen. So let's let's get right into it. Um, follow the Spirit, tell the truth. Uh, tonight, for those of you who have your Bible studies on, whether it's on your phone or you still have your old tangible, which I love, I pulled it out the other day, right? Uh, we'll be coming from John chapter 14, verse 6. We'll be coming from John chapter 8, 32. We'll be also coming from John chapter 16, 7, 13, 14, Genesis chapter 1, 6, 22, Exodus 3, Matthew 4 and 1, Mark 2, 7 and 9. But like I said, again, I will announce those verses <clears throat> before um, I go into them. But as you know, first, we always start our Bible studies with Romans 10 and 9. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him for the dead, you will be saved. Amen. That's our key verse to salvation. It's our goal that everyone is saved. Uh, if you want more information about that verse, that continue to reach out to us. And we can explain to you a little more in depth and prayerfully get you on your new journey in your relationship with the Lord. All right. So again, tonight's Bible study is titled Follow the Spirit, Tell the Truth. And the first verse I want to start with is John chapter 14, verse 6. And it says this Jesus said to him, and the book of the of the house is the New King James Version, by the way. Amen. All right. So let's start with the truth. Follow the spirit, tell the truth. All right, so let's start with the truth. John 14, 6 explains it this way. He says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Okay, let me repeat that. So Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said, I am the way. Now, which way is this? He says, I am the way and the truth. Well, if we believe that the Holy Trinity says God, Father, uh, God, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the three are one, then Jesus says, listen, I am the way and I am also the truth. So to follow me is to follow the truth. Hmm. So the I am the way, meaning I am the spirit. And who is the spirit? Well, the spirit is the truth. Amen. Good Bible study so far. So the truth, Jesus says in John 14, Jesus said to him, I am the way. Follow me. Why? Because I am the truth. And no one comes to the Father except through me. So we're going to follow the Spirit and we're going to tell the truth. Why? Because the Spirit is the truth. Jesus is the truth. Let's keep going. John chapter 8 verse 32 says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So therefore, if I'm following the Spirit, I'm operating in freedom because I'm following the Spirit. I'm no longer bound by anything because I'm following the Spirit. Now, when I don't follow the Spirit, I find myself in places that have me bound. But I'd rather to follow the Spirit because we just learned that the Spirit sets you free. And the Spirit is the truth. He says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Who is this he? 
<laughs> Who is this truth? The spirit. Amen. There's a there's a famous movie. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it says uh it says a little a famous quote say you can't handle the truth. You know what I, mean? I just love that, man. It's good stuff. All right. So Jesus says, follow me. Because a lot of times we'll follow Instagram models, if I just be honest. We'll follow uh famous people. Uh we follow people on Facebook. Amen. We'll follow, but what I'm what I'm advising us to do tonight is to follow the spirit, amen, amen. And my boy Danny just hit me said a few good men is the name of the movie. Praise the Lord, you will send somebody, amen. Thank you, brother. All right, so listen, so now we got the concept that the spirit is the truth and the spirit is the Lord. Let's go a little farther, right? So turn with me to John chapter 16. Uh, chapter 16, verses 7. And then we're going to skip down to 13 and 14. Again, that's John chapter 16, verse 7. Right? And it says this. It says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. There's our word truth again. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you but if I depart, I will send him to you. Hello, time out, pineapples, say lot, power free. Brother Rod, what do you mean? Well, the Lord says to the disciples and says to us, right? I want to put us in it. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Like Jesus is going to lie. So I don't know why he said it like that. He said, but I tell you the truth. Why? Because he's the truth. He says, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. So you mean to tell me that the helper is to my advantage? Now, I don't know about you, my brother Rico chiming in, I don't know about you, but I want what's to my advantage. Right? So if Jesus says to you, Rod, it's in your advantage, Rose, it's in your advantage. Lenaris, it's in your advantage. Coach Miller, it's in your advantage. Then guess what? We want to take the advantage. Hmm. The world want the disadvantage. We want advantage. So then what he says, it's an advantage to you that I go away because if I do not, the helper, quote unquote, everybody who has the Bible study is highlighted in bold and green. The helper will not come to you. So Jesus leaves and the helper comes. So I inherit the helper in my life because the helper is to my advantage. Well, by definition, help me, you're going to help me. Huh. So there's a helper inside of me helping me because and leading me because I have decided to follow the helper. And who is this helper? I'm glad you asked. He says, I'm going to send him to you when I leave. Well, okay, well, who is he? Verse 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, stay with me right there. You get it? He says, the helper is he, the spirit of truth, when we were talking about truth earlier, has come, he will do what? Guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. 
he will glorify me and he will take uh, what is mine and declare it to you. So therefore, Jesus goes and he says, hey, listen, I'm telling you the truth. This is what's going to happen. Follow the spirit. Because it's going to guide you according to the word of God and it's going to guide you in truth and it's going to guide you in authority. You ain't going to just move any kind of way. The spirit is leading you in the spirit of authority. So that's when you speak. It has a sound to it. It has a sound of authority. It has a walk of authority. Amen. Watch this. Let's go back. You know, anybody been following with the spirit to go forever? No, I like to go Old Testament, grab some, boom, then come New Testament and show you what I'm saying. So watch this. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through chapter chapter 1, verses 1 through uh, 2. And it says this. The history of creation, uh, Genesis 1, chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and the darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So you say, Brother Rod, why take us to this verse in the first book in the Bible, first chapter, the first and second verse? Well, the reason is because the title of our Bible study is Follow the Spirit, Tell the Truth. Jesus said, I'm going to leave. Spirit is going to come. Spirit is going to lead and guide you. But if you watch this, the Bible says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. The Spirit has been around since the beginning of creation. What do you mean? The Spirit has been doing this for a long time. But I don't know about, I don't know about you. Maybe it's just me. I love following someone with experience. Oh, maybe to hit you later. But I love following someone with experience because they've been here before, because they've seen this before. They've done a lot of things. Uh, that's why people like, man, listen to them because they know they can make it easier before you because they've been doing it for a long time. Well, if I'm following the spirit and I'm telling the truth, well, how long has the spirit been doing it for a long time? As a matter of fact, since the beginning. <laughs> creation. All right, so let's go. Follow the spirit, tell the truth. Uh, first, Noah. Here's our examples. We're going to go through a couple of examples right quick. We got 15 minutes. Stay with me. So, Noah was first. Genesis chapter 6. This is the, the, the Rod Freeman version for a second. Just bear with me. We got this, right? First was Noah in Genesis chapter 6. And God said to Noah, Make yourself an ark. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him. Verse seven. Then Lord said, Noah said to, then the Lord said to Noah, come into the ark. All right. Who was Noah? This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was just a man, perfect, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. So Noah walked with God. That means they walked together. That means Noah followed the Lord. What do you mean? Well, if God, Jesus, and the Spirit are one. And we just established that Jesus is the truth. The spirit is the truth to lead in God. Even Noah back in Genesis 6 followed the spirit. So what happens when we follow the spirit? Things work in our lives for our advantage. We know Noah's story. The Lord flooded the earth. 
everybody died, but because Noah followed the spirit, followed God, he survived. Amen. And God said to Noah, make yourself an ark. And Noah did it. That's instructions. The Holy Spirit will give instructions. You say, man, I just feel like someone on the inside telling me. That's the spirit. If it's telling you something to your advantage, that's for your good. Amen. And which this was for his good. And Noah did it. They say Noah talked back and then Noah did it. According to all that God commanded him. Amen. And God told Noah to come in the ark and Noah went in the ark. That's showing come. When you hear the word come, that's a commandment. That's the spirit telling you what to do. Follow it. All right. Second. Second was Abraham in Genesis chapter 22. And it's the RFV, right? He says, when you follow the spirit, there's no worries. Teach. Man, I'm trying. Abraham, when you follow the spirit, there's no worries. So people start to worry sometimes. And you see them, and you're like, man, should I do this? What if I fail? Oh, man, you know, I know I shouldn't go over here, but this is going to be crazy. Hmm. If you're following the spirit, I'm here to set you free. There's no worries. But you might want to question it. When there's worries and you're questioning it, more than likely, it's not the spirit. Stay with me. So the second example we have in the Old Testament was Abraham. We just got off Noah. Now we got Abraham. Watch this. I can't tell the whole thing, but I got you. Read Genesis 22 if you want the whole thing. But here's the RFV. When you follow the spirit, there's no worry. Then he said, he, being the spirit, being the Lord, being God, being Jesus. Then he said, take, that's commandment, that's instructions. Now, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go. Instructions. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham out of heaven and said, by myself, I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing, I will bless you because you have obeyed my voice. Who is Abraham considered the father of the faith? Why? Because Abraham was the first to believe God on his word. Therefore, establish faith. I believe in God. I believe in the spirit. God gave Abraham instructions. Abraham uh, followed the Lord. Boom. The angel came and said, hey, don't do it. The Lord provided a ram because where you go. Even to a point of sacrificing, the Lord will provide and there will be no worries. Why? Because we're following the spirit. Watch this. And the spirit won't lead you wrong, even if it appears to. But how you establish that, Brother Rod, I'm glad you asked. Ten minutes and we're done. It comes by relationship. It comes by spending time with the Lord and in your word to where you're so in tune to where you know, oh, this is it. So therefore, if you're standing somewhere, say, for example, if you're standing somewhere in the mall, all us got mothers, fathers, right? And we're in the mall and we can't see them. And they say, they say our name. Hey, right? They say your name. You might not see them, but because you know that voice, you like my mom and my dad is somewhere. That's the same way we tune in with the spirit. The spirit does the same thing. All right. So follow the spirit. Tell the truth. Amen. The third example in the Old Testament is Moses. Right. All these guys that I'm mentioning 
are doing the same thing. They're following the spirit. We have been following the spirit since the beginning of time. And what I'm trying to get us to tonight is that's the same thing that we got to do today. And I love that the Bible gives us examples. So we're not, I'm not just telling you, I'm showing you. Or I'm reading it to you. For those y'all can see me Facebook live. What we thing, what? My boy bit red and say, like, all right, look, let me get back to it. Stop playing. All right. So third, Moses, Exodus 3, the RFV, Rod Freeman Verge, says, Come now, therefore I will send you to Pharaoh, sin. That's in bold and blue for those who got the outline. You to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. So that he so he said, I will certainly be with you. Hmm. What do you mean? Say it again. Third example is Moses, Exodus 3. The Lord tells Moses, I will sing you. So that means Moses has to do something. And he's following the instructions of the Lord. Amen. He says, I will certainly be with you. All right, we missed that. That's okay. I'm bringing it back. When the Lord says, follow the spirit, don't feel like you by yourself because you're in the spirit together. As a matter of fact, he says, certainly I will be with you. So therefore, if we follow in the spirit, which we are doing, the Lord said, listen, even if it appears I'm with you. Follow me. Stay with me. What do you mean? As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with me. <laughs> As I follow the spirit, therefore the truth is with me. And what does the truth do? What does the truth do? It sets you free. Amen. Amen. So therefore, so therefore, just mute this mic right quick. I got a little echo. Okay, I think I'm good now. All right, so that was Moses. Moses following the spirit. All right. Our fourth example is Jonah. All right. And reason why I love this example because this example was given me by by uh, Minister Paul Hewitt. He said, Brother Rod, you're giving all these examples about what happens when you follow the spirit and God accomplishes these things through these individuals and they are blessed and the Lord is with them. But what happens when you don't follow the spirit? Absolutely. Watch Jonah. Chapter one. For now, the word of the Lord came to Jonah saying, arise and go. So so the Lord, the same thing, the spirit is telling Jonah what to do. He says, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for the wickedness has come up before them. So that's instructions. The Spirit is telling Jonah what to do and where to go. But watch this. The Bible says, but Jonah arose to flee from the presence of the Lord. So Jonah didn't want to do what God had called him to do. Right? And so therefore, we know that disobedience of Jonah <laughs> led him to the to the belly of a of a, of a people say well of a big fish right but ultimately it brought him to the place that God had called him to go to Nineveh 
which he could at first just follow God anyway and wind up being where what was best for him, where he needed to do. And we know that God was with Jonah all the way and that which he had called Jonah to accomplish. So example, when he didn't follow and the people it affected and the people who could have got saved if he'd have went ahead, right? So a lot of times our parents may give us instructions on things we should do in our lives and places we should go, but we don't listen. We don't follow their instructions. And then we wind up paying for them later on. Amen. So that's just a tangible example, right? So I gave you, uh, and we got five minutes. I gave you four examples. I gave you uh, Noah. I gave you Abraham. I gave you Moses. And I gave you Jonah. And I just gave you an example of maybe yourself a time where you might not have followed instructions and it happened to you. Here's my last example uh, before we get out. And you know how to, I know how people say you save the best for last. Well, I like this example because it's truly a best for last. My last example is Jesus. Even Jesus followed the spirit. So now if Jesus followed the spirit, then certainly so should I follow the Spirit. Amen? What do you mean? Well, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1, and if you watch this, I promise you it'll bless you. Because if we are to follow Jesus, we'll follow everybody on Facebook. We got friends we follow, we follow, we follow, Instagram, we follow, people we follow, bad influence we follow. And if Jesus the way and the truth, and I follow him, and by example, Jesus followed the Spirit, then I certainly need to follow the Spirit as Jesus. Well, can you, when did Jesus follow the Spirit? I'm glad you asked. Y'all so smart. Best Bible study ever. Matthew 4, chapter 1. Since then, Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Let me read that again. Y'all might not believe that, but for those who have your Bible, Matthew 4 and 1 says, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So Jesus is led, so that means he's following the Spirit. Where are they going? The church? No. Ice cream? No. To the wilderness. A place of despair, heartache, suffering, to be what? Tempted by the devil. Teach. Boy, I'm trying. But what I like about it is this. Mark chapter 2, verse 7 and 9 says, Why does this man speak blasphemy like this? Who can give sins but God alone? Verse 8. But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they had reason thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Verse 9, which is easy to say to a paralytic, your sins are forgiven or to say arise, take up your bed and walk. Right? Look at your neighbor and say, even Jesus followed the spirit. What do you mean? So Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the enemy. Right? And was tested. He said, thou shalt not live our bread alone, but out of the words that come out of the mouth of God. So even Jesus followed the spirit and went by himself. And all he did was he spoke the truth. And then the Pharisees comes up and says to Jesus, 
Why does this man speak blasphemy like this? Who can forgive sins but God? But watch this. Immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit, the Bible says even Jesus, Jesus being Jesus on earth, still listen to the spirit. For the Bible says in Mark chapter 2, verse 8, but Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves. And he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your heart? So therefore, if I'm sitting somewhere and, I'm, and you're somewhere and you say, man, in my spirit, like I just feel like Jesus too. <laughs> Amen. Closing notes. I pray that I pray that we as believers who have been made in God's image and called by his son's name, not only be hearers, but doers of God's word by following Jesus as he has spoke the truth and followed the spirit. Amen. And that's tonight's Bible study. Let me just pray us out. Dear Heavenly Father God, thank you for this night. I thank you for the opportunity to come together, Lord, and minister the word to your people. Father God, I pray that the word that's went forth, Lord God, has touched our hearts and our minds, Father God, and given us instructions on that which we shall do and should do, Father God. We pray that you instill that spirit, Father God, that we listen and listen closely, Father God, that it leads and guides us in the right direction should we should go, Father God, for it's for our advantage and for our good. So, Father God, thank you for sitting in the help. Thank you for sending the spirit, Father God, that will continue to lead and guide us in the way that we shall go. So, Father God, if there's anything that we've done this week that was displeasing in you, Father God, please provide us a clean heart and a clean mind, Father God. Lord, wash us clean as snow, Father God. And we pray, we promise, Father God, to give you the honor and the glory. It's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.